0: We are here to talk about Christmas cheer during the most wonderful time of the year from the perspective of the elves and Santa's workshop. Join us as we deck the halls with our favorite snowmen, reindeer, and Saint Nick himself, and sing a Christmas carol or two about who's been naughty and nice this holiday season. Grab your eggnog, gingerbread houses, and Christmas wrapping and join us under the mistletoe. This is not the Greg and Matt movie chat. This is the very first annual Greg and Matt Christmas movie chat extravaganza.
1: Aw, yeah. (laughs) Matt, I half expected you to do that as Jimmy Stewart.
0: (laughs) What? How do I do a Jimmy Stewart again? Like, what does he sound like again? He's like, like, um, oh,
1: I'm sad on Christmas.
0: I want a big one. (laughs) Is that
1: that him? Yeah, yeah.
0: We're here to talk about Christmas cheer, during the most wonderful time of the year, from the perspective of the elves and Santa's workshop. Join us as we deck the halls with our favorite snowmen, reindeer, and Saint Nick himself. And sing a Christmas carol or two about who's been naughty and nice this holiday season. Grab your eggnog, gingerbread houses, and Christmas wrapping and join us under the mistletoe. This is not the Greg and Matt movie chat. This is the very first annual Greg and Matt Christmas movie chat extravaganza! I want a big one! (laughs) (laughs) Happy holidays, everyone, and welcome to our very first ever Christmas special. It's been a great year of talking movies, whether it's been our three-part series on Adam Sandler, a ranking of our favorite short films by famous directors, or an argument over Richard Linklater's Where'd You Go, Bernadette. And as this is the time of giving, we've decided that it would be really fun to recommend to you all some of our favorite Christmas movies. So today, we will be counting down not one, but two Christmas lists with our top ten favorite Christmas movies and our top five favorite Christmas specials. But first, a few ground rules. One, our top 10 Christmas movies must be feature-length. They can be live-action, animated, claymated, whatever. They just have to be feature-length. Number two, our top five Christmas specials can be TV show episodes, Rankin and Bass, Christmas films, animated, claymated, but they must not be feature-length. And three, Look, it's Christmas, so let's not try to scrooge it up too much and just have a jolly good time. We love Christmas movies, so here's 15 recommendations from each of us. We did it! We had a year of the Greg and Matt movie chat, we've had a great time, and now it's time for, like every great show does, a Christmas special.
1: Yes, Matt, I'm so excited to get my holiday cheer going, I'm already just like, like gut-hurting laughing from from the intro, so my Christmas joy is peak.
0: <laughs> I'm glad you enjoy the intro. I like the line, um, join us under the mistletoe, like, ooh. Ooh.
1: We're by the fire, We're getting warm under the mistletoe, our our movie lists are going to make out.
0: Yeah, are we being nice or are we being naughty? Find out. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so you're a fan of Christmas movies, right?
1: Oh, yeah. I think only in the past couple years have I begun to feel a Christmas movie nostalgia. Because before I was kind of like hit or miss on Christmas. It was like nice to have time off. But it was was kind of a recent thing that I'm like, oh, yeah, I was a child and I'm not now. And when I watch these (laughs) movies, I'm like, I remember that.
0: Yeah, I had that experience, like reliving a lot of these too, of just watching these movies and being like, "Oh yeah, I remember seeing this as a kid. I remember watching this on like YTV or like the Family Channel." And um, yeah, there are so many good ones here that I can just um, that I can just sit down and enjoy. And I'll defend a lot of these movies honestly because there are a lot of great ones here. Like not. Uh, Objectively great movies, but to me, in my eyes, they're beautiful and they're great. So yeah, I feel I that. can appreciate them. I, yeah. A huge
1: amount of my list is just based on not not so much like quality, but more so having strong memories tied to them. Oh
0: yeah, no, absolutely, and I and I can second that as well because I feel the same way. When I was a kid, I was very into watching Christmas movies. It was like every time Christmas came around, it was like okay, let's let get out all the Christmas movies. We mm. need to watch all of them. And I would just marathon them. <laughs> and then I started working in retail. And when you're a cashier and you talk to customers all the time, you're like, okay, Christmas kind of sucks because it kind of brings out the worst in people. That's true. But but in recent years, I've been like, no, Christmas is great. You know, there, are, yes, consumerism is a pain in the ass, but also, you know, it's Christmas time. It's the time to be a little bit nicer and... Uh, Time to spread a little bit more cheer and have a good time and be with your family. So yeah, that's what we're going to do here today is we're just going to talk about some movies that make us feel warm and fuzzy inside rather than stuff that makes us want to punch customers in the face.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of cool. Like, I, I totally felt that the stages of Christmas love being like childhood, pure joy. And then as a teenager and young adult, like, I fucking hate working at this place. Like, <laughs> Dollarama during Christmas, I want to die. <laughs>
0: yeah, didn't you work there? You worked there, right? Yeah.
1: And, like, the, the, that is, like, the place to go for Christmas wrapping in cards. And so it was just hell. But yeah. on the flip side, mm-hmm. now I'm old enough to look back at a lot of these movies and remember the childhood joy. So Yeah.
0: Without further ado, let's hop into the honorable mentions. So we have a pretty long list of, of great ones here and not a lot of these aren't the greatest movies and a lot of these aren't even really Christmas movies, but some of them mm-hmm. just take place around Christmas time and that's enough to make you make you want to watch it around the holiday season. Um, yeah, if
1: there's snow or Christmas lights, it counts. But that yeah. that's why they're also honorable mentions.
0: You want to start us off with a, a couple of your honorable mentions? Yeah. Just at the top here? I'm
1: going to shout out to Anna and the Apocalypse, which is a fun Christmas zombie musical. Really unique mm. and very, very British humor. I think it's a Netflix original, so it's, it's oh, out there for well, I everyone. That I might, Yeah, it's somewhere streaming. A, a Christmas Story, neither of us like super connected to it, but it's like one of those that you have to bring up and someone out there loves it.
0: Yeah, someone out there loves it, not me. Um, (laughs) I I personally don't really enjoy the movie at all, but... um, I was also bored by it. Yeah, but I can, you know, I I understand why somebody likes it. And the other thing is, too, maybe, maybe I would like it more now. You know, I was pretty young when I saw it, but I don't think I was young enough to get attached to it. But I don't think I was old enough to maybe get some of the bigger themes in it. I think I... There, there's kind of a gray area with Christmas movies where, you, you know, if you're too young or too old, you, you, you can't really – if you're between there, you can't really get the movie and you don't mm-hmm. really understand it or enjoy it, so – But uh, yeah, like you said, it's got like a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. So there are definitely people out there who love this movie. Unless everyone's just lying about it and (laughs) saying, yeah, of course I love the Christmas story. (laughs) Are you kidding?
1: If you need a big dose of uh, Boomer Christmas nostalgia, like this is the peak of that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
1: And then uh, Scrooged on the list too. That narrowly, narrowly uh, ended up on my list because I love it, but... Uh, there's a there's yeah. a better Christmas Carol out there. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> there are
0: just so many great iterations of a Christmas Carol, and you know that's another one we can throw as an honorable mention. But Scrooge is really great. Uh, Bill Murray is, you know, he's at the top of his game. And I also I saw this on TV the other night, and I forgot Robert Mitchum is in this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the greatest oldest older actors (laughs) in like the golden age, one of the greatest oldest oldest actors, (laughs) one of the greatest old guys ever, you know, Um, but he yeah, he's great in this and it's just nice to see him. And, uh, you know, Bill Murray as well. Bobcat Goldwaith. Yeah. Um, Karen Allen. Is that her name from Indiana Jones? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, Carol uh, Kane. There's so many good people in this movie, and you know, you gotta see it. I
1: think it might be the best modern version of A Christmas Carol. Like, one that's set in a more modern setting. I don't know if I there's agree with one you. that beats yeah. it. Yeah, I
0: would I would argue that Ghosts of Girlfriends Past does with oh, Matthew yeah. McConaughey. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) honestly, I genuinely do kind of enjoy that movie, Um, at least what I remember. Maybe I haven't seen it in years, so maybe it would would be different now, but Scrooge, definitely the best, Mm -hmm. without a doubt. A Miracle on 34th Street, this is the remake with, uh, I think it's Richard Attenborough and Mara Wilson. Very, very fun movie, Um, you know, uh, Krampus, or Krampus, that's a horror movie, Um, which is awesome. Which is awesome. Yeah, I remember seeing this with my mom back in the day, and we were laughing the whole movie. And it's like, this is like, people are getting killed in this movie. Like, young people are getting murdered in this film. And it's PG 13 for whatever reason, but yeah, it's a fun movie. Uh, I guess you could also, I haven't seen the original Black Christmas you have, but I don't know if you'd throw it on here, if you'd be like,
1: eh. yeah, I it might. It's been so long since I saw it. I, it may, might need to revisit this Christmas season.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Man, I need to check it out. Maybe that'll be my uh my Christmas Eve uh horror
1: mm-hmm.
0: investigation.
1: <laughs> Detective Matt on the case.
0: Detective <laughs> Matt, let's find a killer. <laughs> the Christmas Eve killer. That sounds like a not like a Hallmark movie, but like a like a like a television hallmark like investigative movie, you know?
1: Santa's sleigh, but it's like sleigh. Like
0: killing. <laughs> <laughs> Santa's sleigh but like also I have a romance with like an architect who doesn't like Christmas at the same time while I'm investigating
1: murder and you need to go to your hometown to like reconnect with Christmas <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> oh
0: god we should make that movie that uh, write that down yeah, okay. I'm gonna write that down actually <laughs> this is our script Santa's Santa's sleigh there we go got it that had
1: to have been, <clears throat> been taken as a title but I don't care
0: I don't really. It's been taken, it
1: must be. It seems too easy now. I'm looking it up.
0: All right, well, well, we'll 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 talk to them, we'll talk to people. The next step on the list, we got Happy Christmas. That's a mumblecore movie starring Anna Kendrick and Melanie Linsky, who I love. Uh, this is a great, great fun movie, uh, very easy watch. Uh, it's, it's nice that there's, a, that there's a Christmas movie for the mumblecore fans mm-hmm. uh, out there. Office Christmas Party, not really a very good movie, but I watched it once and I love Jason Bateman and I love Kate McKinnon. So I appreciate this movie. And it's just like, it's one of those movies you, you should have on in the background exactly. at a Christmas party. You know, you need to have those for, for Christmas parties. It's you good, know? like
1: comedic Christmas white noise. I think I did the same thing last year where I just put it on while like people were over and like it's just yeah. there and you can tune in and out.
0: Exactly, exactly. Sometimes those are the best. Um, This movie sits at a 5% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm going to defend it, Christmas with the Cranks. I know a lot of people, actually, who like this movie. Um, My parents were watching it
1: the other day. (laughs) I I watched it, like, like five minutes of it, so...
0: (laughs) Yeah, was it too much or would it, were you like it's I I cool. was fine
1: with it. You know, it's that Christmas yeah. it's like that that Christmas scramble. You know, those kinds of yeah. movies where everyone's trying to get ready desperately at the last minute. It's a Christmas scramble <laughs> movie.
0: Exactly. It's definitely it's the best Christmas scramble movie. And yeah, you know what? I love Tim Allen in Christmas movies. I do. I know some people kind of make fun of him for doing all these weird Christmas movies. I'm like, hey guys, like I like the home improvement guy doing Christmas movies. I appreciate it. I'm all for it. I love it. So Mm. I defend this movie. It was on YTV all the time growing up. So I can't ever get mad at this movie. I also really enjoy a Harold and Kumar Christmas. Um, Pretty raunchy, but, you know, a very fun movie as well. If you like Harold and Kumar, you'll definitely like this one. Now we've got a little bit of a debate here real quick. Um, Happiest Season is the new film starring Kristen Stewart, Mackenzie Davis, Aubrey Plaza, Alison Brie, Victor Garber, Mary Steenburge, and Dan Levy. Tons of people in this movie. I really enjoyed it. It's a Christmas movie. It's got a LGBTQ plus uh, storyline in there as well. And I think it's a movie that, you know, people should see. I think it's a, I think it's a good movie. You weren't as warm on it.
1: Yeah, it's, I didn't hate it, but I think I was expecting a, a modern classic, and I got mm-hmm. kind of lost by by the lack of movement in the story until the very end. But like, the cast is awesome, and any scene Dan Levy's in, or um, that one, <laughs> the girl who plays the weird sister, oh Mary Holland, yeah yes. Mary Holland, any scene that they're mm-hmm. in is is a blast, and it's got it's got oh. that you know christmas misunderstandings and family stuff and comedy to the brim so yeah
0: i i really like it and currently i would probably say it's right now out of all the movies i've seen this year i would say it's probably one of the best movies of 2020 um i understand that you have some criticism on it and i i agree with you i i have some issues with it too but um I do, I do appreciate it being uh, around. I'm glad that we watched it. We had a good time watching it. You, me, and your
1: girlfriend. Yeah, you know. And look, yeah, looking looking so. back, that's kind of important too for any Christmas movie. We weren't like like frustrated or you know, it wasn't like yeah. a mean spirited movie. So,
0: yeah, it's funny you say that because actually I was really frustrated watching the movie, but I actually like I liked that about it because there are some frustrating elements to it. But, right. Um, but that but that I would actually take as a positive. I think because I, I, I like movies that make me think and make me feel, um, you know, in, in different ways and challenge me to, to think differently. So, um, yeah, I, I like that. Uh, moving down the list, we got some movies that, you know, aren't really christmas e, But, no, they are christmas e, but they're not Christmas-central, you know. Yeah. Or Christmas-centric, I should say. Uh, Batman Returns, uh, Edward Scissorhands great movies and then we also got any shane black movie really (laughs) so lethal weapon kiss kiss bang bang iron man 3 those all have a great christmas theme to them which is i
1: love them i i gotta go back every every holiday season
0: (laughs) honestly yeah if i didn't watch them in the summer i'd probably be watching them right now yeah that's kind um, of the
1: thing with some of them and why they wouldn't make our main list is that mm -hmm. they like i don't only watch them on christmas right like like lethal weapon is not exclusively christmas or iron man 3 so um there's also why
0: him with james franco and brian cranston i've always uh I, I think i saw it once and i had a good time with it you know it's a, it's a fun movie hmm. uh, zoe Deutsch is adorable and keegan michael T- key is phenomenal so i have a good time with it uh two movies that were really close for me were bad santa and the holiday um yeah just, like Bad Santa is like the perfect raunchy uh, adults only Christmas movie and then the holiday is just like a super super sweet uh, rom-com and also like I was watching this last night it stars Cameron Diaz, Jude Law, Jack Black and Kate Winslet and like everybody's great in this movie. Wicked cast. Everybody's phenomenal. It's a wicked cast. It has like a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. It does not deserve it. I think it's a really really good movie and I have to say, like, I was going into it being like, oh, man, I can't wait to see Kate Winslet and Jack Black and their romance. And I'll be honest, I wasn't, you know, I was a little bit let down by it. It was a little bit more platonic than I thought it was going to be. But the romance in this movie between Cameron Diaz and Jude Law is dynamite. I always forget how, like, amazing they are as actors, especially Jude Law. Mm. I always forget how good he is. I think, I think... Because he's so good looking, I forget how good of an actor he, he is. He just
1: hypnotizes the mind and you forget. He just hypnotizes the mind.
0: Yeah, he makes a receding hairline look good.
1: That's true. That takes like, a lot seriously. of handsomeness.
0: It does, honestly. And then it's funny in this movie, too, because he's like, oh i'm bad with women oh i don't know what to say i'm like shut up dude you're <laughs> handsome all right you don't get to you don't get to complain about that
1: oh i don't know i don't really know how to talk to a woman on a date <laughs> shut up handsome all right <laughs> enough it's so funny to hear shut up handsome it's like a, <laughs> it's like a mean and a compliment it's exactly exactly
0: <laughs> we also have um twas the night this is like a disney channel original christmas movie and it stars brian cranston
1: oh um, you remember this one i think i'm getting like like disney channel flashbacks now that you said brian cranston christmas
0: yeah, I can't remember what this was about exactly, but I remember at some point in the movie, Brian Cranston and his, like, nephew have to deliver all the gifts. And it actually had a really cool, like, way of doing it where they would have the whole bag filled with, like, really tiny presents, and then he would, like, use, like, something to make them regular-sized again. Mm. I'm like, that kind of adds to the lore a little bit. So I actually kind of like that.
1: Um, (laughs) Great world building.
0: Yeah, great world building. It's very Disney Channel original, like, Christmas movie. I think, like, Brian Cranston is a... has, like, taken a bunch of money from these people and whatnot. And then because it's a kid's movie, they're like, oh, if you don't pay us back, uh, our friend's going to beat you up. And it's like, these are, like, mobsters. If this was rated PG-13, it would be... If you don't give back the money, we're going to cut off all of your fingers and toes. (laughs) Like, that's what it would be, you know? But because it's a Disney Channel original movie, it's like, yeah, he's going to punch you in
1: the face. (laughs) (laughs) I need to go back to this because I'm getting, like, the the foggiest childhood memories from this. And I feel like it's going to just make me feel so Christmassy. I'm going to find this.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We also got Unaccompanied Minors. That was a fun one. The kids movie I saw as a kid. I enjoyed that one. I don't know why I threw Eyes Wide Shut on here. I just really like Eyes Wide Shut. You know what? Not really, I, you know.
1: Here's my case for Eyes Wide Shut as an actual Christmas movie. The the New York is like a very clearly a staged New York. It feels fake like a toy. It, yeah. it ends at a toy store. Yeah. Uh, there are Christmas lights. Oh, wow. Uh, Christmas trees abundant. Yeah. It's Stanley Kubrick's only Christmas movie. So. Damn. Family drama. You know, interpersonal relationships.
0: Yeah, I know a lot of people don't rank this one super high on the Kubrick list, but I I actually really do. Like, if I'm thinking about, like, Kubrick movies I really love, I'm thinking, like, Doctor Strange Love, uh, The Shining, and Eyes Wide Shut. Like, those are the three. You know, obviously, there. I haven't seen all of his stuff. Like, I haven't seen 2001. And I, I really do love Full Metal Jacket, but... If I had to choose between Eyes Wide Shut and Full Metal Jacket, honestly, I might go with Eyes Wide Shut. So
1: I agree. I think Eyes Wide Shut yeah. is awesome. It's really freaky. Yeah. Like it's very freaky <laughs> for for um, a movie that's so slow and like reserved. I'm like freaked out every yeah. time I watch it. And also, Tom Cruise just shows you, like, yeah,
0: he's actually an amazing actor, even though he's you know known as kind of the action guy. Like, yeah, the guy can actually act extremely well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, and then the last two are. You know, we don't. I love that I wrote Santa's Sleigh underneath there. That now I think that's an actual Christmas movie. Um, it is. I googled the last it. two. The last two I put here because you could probably watch them around this time and have a good time with them. But I don't think they're actually Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, and The Hudsucker Proxy. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I'm pretty sure is Thanksgiving. It is. Yeah. And Hudsucker Proxy feels like New Year's Eve.
1: Yeah, um, but it's around that but, holiday season and they have like a lot of the same spirit and ideas as, as some of the classic Christmas movies. Exactly. So
0: that's our list. That was our long, long honorable mentions list. But it just goes to show you how many great Christmas movies there are. Honestly, if I could only pick from the honorable mentions, I can make a top 10 list of those as well. Agreed. So. It,
1: it was like pulling teeth, pick like <laughs> excluding some of them.
0: Well, without further ado, let's hop into our actual list. Greg, start us off.
1: My 10 to 5 incoming. Um, Number 10, I've got Just Friends. And hear me out. It's not a great movie. I know that. (laughs) But if I'm going to watch a Christmas movie with my mom, this has been the one that we pop in like every year, all the time. She loves Ryan Reynolds. I love Ryan Reynolds. I think it's funny to see him in a fat suit and be kind of like a dejected nerd at the beginning (laughs) and it's got just like all those awkward family dynamics that a good christmas movie needs and a solid solid enough message you know it's not groundbreaking or anything it's enjoyable
0: yeah i think i need to give this one another shot i remember like Really hating this movie, but maybe, I don't know. Sometimes when I was younger, I, you know, I, I had strong opinions about movies that they didn't really deserve. Um, we were talking about The Holiday earlier. Like, I remember having that on and enjoying it and being like, this is good but I'm going to shut it off because I I decided before I started watching it that I didn't like it. So
1: <laughs> I will say the uh, more I, I de- think yeah. about Just Friends, the more I'm like it is not that great. <laughs> 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 but I just it's, it's the memories. It's the nostalgia.
0: I think Just Friends is probably better, like objectively speaking, than the number 10 on my list. So you're all good. <laughs> don't don't even worry.
1: <laughs> it's solid. I can't sing its praises too much other than personal memories. If you have an attachment to it, you love it already. <laughs> oh, yeah. My number nine is The Muppets Christmas Carol. You have to have it. You gotta. Of course. It's probably the best Christmas Carol, I would say. Just in general, if you're going to watch it, it's great for kids. It's great for adults. I've never even been that much of a Muppets fan, but this one warms my heart. So. Oh, yeah. The
0: Muppets are amazing and I love them. So, yeah, this is this is a great
1: one. If I'm going to watch like only one Christmas carol over the holiday season, this is the one I'll go to. Great choice. Number eight for me is The Santa Claus. Ooh, I think we'll (laughs) see a revisit to this topic, so I won't go too deep into it, but I do think it has, like, I almost forgot how good it was, because I watched this a lot as a kid, and, like, not really thinking about it, and the whole trilogy as a kid, really, Um, but that first one especially, I think I revisited it for the first time in years last Christmas, and I was like, holy shit, this has, like, a ton of heart, it's kind of like, um, I don't know, do you get the same vibe from this as, like, Hook, kind of? where it's like a dad has to relearn that magic is real and like for his kids and rebuild that relationship.
0: Yeah, I I think it's kind of like an inverse of Hook because Hook is like he has to learn that magic is real in a place where magic is real, Mm -hmm. you know? But this is like he has to learn that magic is real in an average everyday life. So instead of it being like, everyone around him is telling him hey like magic is real believe in it and he's like i don't really know it feels like almost the opposite where everybody around him is like magic is not real but his son is like but it is believe it with me and he's like okay so because of that i'm like yeah
1: i think that's something special too is that the movie takes a side of the kid being right and like even though kids are like dumb little babies, they, they still have like an emotional intelligence that is just as good as adults. And so like, I I also love that message of like, like, listen to your kids, you know, like yeah. take their side. And I think that's just lovely. Um, yeah. Wholesome, wholesome Christmas movie.
0: Very wholesome.
1: Number seven, I've got Gremlins because I, I, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I love those gateway horror movies. This is one of those 100% because oh, yeah. you sit down to watch this as a kid. And you think you're just getting a cutesy Christmas movie. And then like pretty much right at the halfway point, it goes bonkers. It's still <laughs> Christmas. It's clearly Christmas in California with like the fakest snow, but still very Christmassy. And just just a blast. It It's a staple of every year for me. And one of those that like, it, again, tied to childhood where like my dad was a child in the 80s. And so as a kid, the stuff that he wants to watch with me are his movies, and this is one of them too, that it's just so so closely tied to a relationship for me that I love it. And probably influenced like partially, now that I think about it, like a a love and uh, appreciation for horror movies.
0: Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah, I need to rewatch this one, but I'll take your
1: recommendation for it. Totally, it's it's awesome. Uh, Number six, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Jim Carrey's Oh, the Grinch stole Christmas. I forget what year.
0: The, the best one. I think it was like t- 2000, 2001 something like yeah. that. Yeah.
1: So this one is just a, again, a staple of my childhood and I know there's like critical consensus on this is that it's garbage, but I kind of enjoy it more than the than the original. Maybe it's just cuz of the the memories I have attached to it. Um This is the one like me and my cousins would watch, you know, and it's tied to that. It's tied to like Christmas Eve at grandmas and like we're bored as fuck. So we pop in How the Grinch Stole Christmas (laughs) with Jim Carrey and rewatching it too. Recently, I do like how they expanded on the story a little bit, like why the Grinch is an outcast and kind of um, maybe took further the idea of like consumerism is bad on Christmas. That's in the original one and going it further to like like maybe like people who are focused on material things are more likely to exclude someone for being different. And like, how does that happen? that, that baby Mm -hmm. Grinch puppet is terrifying and I love it. Um, yeah, I just think it's great. And who better to play, uh, the Grinch than Jim Carrey too. Like, so he is a living cartoon character. So, Oh yeah. The perfect casting.
0: Perfect casting. Plus this is like the height of his career too. Like he's Mm -hmm. at his peak probably not to say that he's not still doing amazing stuff i've heard that show kidding is awesome and he was fantastic it's sonic the hedgehog but, but like this cultural, is a really good
1: like yeah it's, it's it's a cultural touchstone a moment for his career here where like he's getting oh, the biggest yeah. movie. i think i read somewhere recently too that um dr seuss's wife in like the whatever the, her her criteria for letting a christmas movie be made is that or uh, a grinch movie be made is that it's the Grinch is played by someone of the caliber of Jim Carrey, which is like cool <laughs> that that kind of came came about, like it worked out.
0: Yeah, I don't want to shit on too many Christmas movies, but I was watching the the animated like The Illumination um The Grinch last night. I watched like the first 10 minutes of it, so I can't really say like it's good, it's bad, it's shit, it's terrible, it's great, it's amazing. I can't really say that much, but I will say like Benedict Cumberbatch is not quite as engaging to watch as jim carrey is you know um a lot of it comes down to the voice because benedict cumberbatch he's not even doing his accent he's doing like a an american accent so he sounds like hey max what are we gonna do on christmas oh man oh god let's go into town i don't like christmas time but oh
1: that's so weird why would you get a british guy and not have him do like a boris Karloff impersonation right i know right you could get any (laughs) okay i wow i was kind of looking forward to watching that because i haven't seen it but like that direction seems so off anyways we're not here to shit on movies but like we're not here to shit on movies
0: but also why did (laughs) you take the the grinch theme song and make it a really bad rap song all right it doesn't work as a rap song okay it doesn't work anyway i
1: will say i like tyler the creator's little ep for for that movie that's that's i haven't seen the movie but i listen to that ep every christmas
0: (laughs) Well, that makes one of us. Uh, <laughs> I kid, I kid, I kid. Um, I, mean, I I love Tyler the Creator, so I'm sure his movies, or his stuff is great. So, but yes, uh, we're not here to shit on movies. But no, I love your list. I think that yeah, no, The Muppets Christmas Carol is great. Um, the Muppets, I love. Like I've always loved the Muppets. They're just the most fun um, people to to watch and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And every movie that they've done, even the ones that aren't that great are still like really fun to watch yeah and the muppets christmas carol is definitely one of the best ones that they've ever made i would say this is on like on like an a tier with uh the one that they did with amy adams and jason siegel i like that one a lot so
1: totally yeah see, yeah, yeah I, I don't have the the childhood attachment to the muppets as much if i did i could see it being way higher on my list uh mm-hmm. because it is it's that good even like someone who didn't you know, never got into the Muppets. I, 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 recognize like, this is probably the best Christmas Carol. It's the most fun, the most high energy, the most wholesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a great one. Um, I probably would have put it on my list if I had like two more slots available. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's a great one or three more because I did have uh the holiday and bad Santa, but I, w- I would put this on before either of those in all honesty, because this is a family movie, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Christmas movies, you kind of want to do like stuff that's for the whole family, you know.
1: Agreed, yeah, uh, and that's one of um, the major um, things I considered with the list too. I didn't have, I didn't have anything that adult on here. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't
0: think I did either. I know I have one that. Well, I have two movies that are adults, but like also one of them you can watch when you're a kid. Like I don't think you're gonna grow up to be and a dangerous person if you see this when you're a kid also like so what oh i watched an r-rated movie when i was eight Ooh, who, 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 who yeah you won't be scarred you're not gonna be scarred yeah don't worry it's not like watching like i don't know a serbian suspiria. film or something yes uh, yeah that's a much better example for some reason i said suspiria i thought that was disturbing but
1: uh. i am bore
0: Bora kid yeah. <laughs> fall asleep The kid's going to be scarred because he was so bored. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. My number 10 slot. Brace yourself. It's Fred Claus, which is, um, you know, we all know that I'm a big fan of Vince Vaughn. I really love the guy. I love him when he's on and even when he's off, I still like him most of the time. There's a few that I don't really enjoy that he's done, but those ones tend to be far, Few and far between. Even the movies like that I don't like that he's done. Like some of them, I can still get some enjoyment out of. You know, if it's got a good rant and whatnot in it, I can appreciate that. But I, I just this is this movie is tied to an event in my childhood where I went to the movie theater for a kid's birthday party, mm. and it was a great birthday party, and we had a great time, and it was it was one of the most fun parties I have ever been to to this day. Um, so this movie being tied to it is like absolutely perfect. And yeah, like, you know, I think it might have been my introduction of Vince Vaughn too. So mm. there you go. There's another, you know, introduction to my Prince Vince. Um <laughs> But I've always I've always enjoyed this movie. And the thing I like about this movie the most is it has a really sweet message about, you know, just caring for people and it's you know, the whole movie. The message by the end of the movie is, you know what, you should give kids even, you should give, you should give kids, oh man, you should give toys even to the naughty kids because they, they might be naughty, but they still deserve to feel like somebody cares about them, which is like a great message. That is cool. Like, you know, it's an amazing message and this movie got panned by critics. It sits at a 21% on Rotten Tomatoes. Look, I, I get it. I get it. But I don't think it deserves to be lower than Four Christmases in any regard. Mm-hmm. It is not fair, Four... which it is. It's it's lower. So Four
1: Christmases is just mean. <laughs>
0: it's very mean spirited. But Fred Claus is a good one. I always liked it. Let's um let's do what we're doing with a dilemma for Fred Claus. Let's let's we... make this movie have a comeback. Yeah,
1: I can't wait to revisit it, too, because I definitely remember not being like, offended by it in any way or like being genuinely entertained by the dynamic between, you know, uh, Santa and his kind of, you know, smarmy brother. Yeah,
0: Yeah, exactly. I like the idea of Santa Claus having an asshole brother. I also think this has maybe out of any Christmas movie um, other than my number one spot, but this has the best Christmas music. Mm -hmm. Like, so many good tunes in this movie. Oh, yeah. It's also, you know, it it looks so nice. Like, it looks very fake, absolutely, but, like, it looks nice. The elves are kind of scary, because I think they just did, like, the, where they took the the people's faces, the actors' faces, and just put them on, like, shorter actors, which is... mm, it, it doesn't look great so like yeah their, there's some floating faces. Face. kind of floating faces it's terrifying so <laughs> it's not really it's not really great and it's a very stupid movie too and it hasn't aged the greatest but whatever man it, it's it's a christmas movie it's just meant to be fun what is it with christmas um,
1: movies and terrifying faces though for real i was i, know, I was so right? scared of the grinch as a kid <laughs> like the first time i saw it i was horrified <laughs>
0: I know, right? It's 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 actually very, like, intense. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, number nine is The Polar Express. This one I haven't seen in a few years, but I remember always wanting to watch this one. I think whenever, like, my parents would take, uh, you know, me to a party or something like that, me and my brother to a party, they would, like, put this – they would give us this movie to watch with, like, the other kids or whatever. I think that happened at least once, mm-hmm. so I'm not just making stuff up. But it's a great movie. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, It's and also just who doesn't want to see a Christmas movie where Tom Hanks is voicing like three different roles. (laughs) True. You know, you know, it's Tom Hanks. It's Robert Zemeckis. It's a good time. Um. It's, it's great. Like, it's it's just such an adventure. It, it makes you want to sit on the couch and drink some hot cocoa. And that is the Christmas spirit yeah. that I am looking for. So. I feel like I've yeah. seen a
1: lot in recent years of people like, oh, what a mistake to do like the CG kind of thing. It's another example of like bad faces. But honestly, as a kid, I didn't notice it. To me, like to a child, it was just kind of like fun and exciting Christmas energy and i I do think also looking at it as a robert zemeckis movie it's another example of him like trying really hard to push tech boundaries with his movies and so it's like significant in a couple of ways that i think is fun and wholesome Mm mm-hmm
0: I think he also did the Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey yep. like, a few years later. I wasn't a huge fan of that one, but also like I I would put that closer to the best than I would to the worst because it's it's you know it, it does the job well. So yeah, number eight was also on your list. Uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Ron Howard movie. Uh, <clears throat> I watch this movie all the time. This was like. This was something where I was like, okay, I need to watch this every Christmas. And there is something about this movie where I'm like, I don't know if I really actually like this that, <laughs> that much. But, like, I don't think it's garbage. It's Like I said, definitely closer to great than it is to terrible. Yeah. Um, And also, the performance from Jim Carrey is flawless. This movie has only gotten better with age. Um, And then also, I was watching the original How the Grinch Stole Christmas, like the Boris Karloff one. Mm-hmm. And It is Boris Karloff, right? Yeah. Not making that up? Okay, great. Um, So I was watching that last night, and I was like, this is impossible to do live action. Exactly. Like, you are setting somebody up for failure if you want them to do it as a live action movie. And the fact that Ron Howard at least in some way kind of pulled it off oh yeah it just shows his talent as a director and how this project actually should be respected a little bit more than it is i mean yeah no
1: they 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 nailed everything they possibly could have for live action the world the the characters the way everyone's got like weird ass faces like the who's from whoville all of that stuff was just so difficult to do and make look make it look good on camera and have have a relatable feeling i feel like if if they tried a live action one now it would most likely be a lot of motion tracking a lot of like you mean cats yeah it would end up kind of like cats exactly where like yeah that that line between reality and and uh fiction and like you know real and fake is so blurred that you start to get like a scary feeling (laughs) yeah
0: yeah it's it's definitely a very i mean this one alone is very scary but um it's less scary than it would be if it would it was made today yeah so yeah um also just you know i just i've always appreciated this movie how it's so over the top and i know a guy who said he doesn't like jim carrey except for this movie which he which he absolutely loves and i'm like okay if this is the only jim carrey movie that you like I honestly I get it you know it definitely is kind of
1: a showcase of his skills right like you get his rubber face you get his different voices you get some Mm -hmm. some honestly like heartfelt performance yeah absolutely You get cartooniness like it it, again like only only he could have played this role and only in this era it it really is like a time and place kind of thing
0: exactly it's a great movie though um uh I I really enjoy it and yeah, now I kind of want to watch it again. It's a, it's a very fun movie. I finally got the Blu-ray so now I can uh, I can watch it this Christmas. I used when I was younger, I watched the VHS, but now we don't even really have like a functioning VH, VCR anymore, so I can't. I haven't been able to watch a bunch of these Christmas movies, but this year I was like, you know what? Let's let's get the Blu-rays. Let's get some DVDs. Let's uh, let's find this stuff so I can actually have a marathon this Christmas. So, mm-hmm. uh, glad I finally have it. Uh, Number seven is one that we just watched. Actually, you, me, and your girlfriend Emma. Uh, We watched Klaus. Uh, This one just came out. It's so good. Yeah, it came out last year. It was nominated for best animated feature. Stars J.K. Simmons and Jason Schwartzman. And on the topic of Jason Schwartzman, I um I I think it's. I would like to make a public statement. Uh, I'd like to make an apology. Let me just pull up. I wrote down the apology here because, you know, an apology is never sincere unless you write it down and read it off a sheet of paper. (laughs) Um, So are we squashing beef? We're squashing beef. Yes. So um, as some of you may know uh in my in the adam sandler series that we did towards the beginning of our podcast of season one i claimed to not like jason schwartzman um
1: i think your language was a little stronger than that
0: well i in i think i said some unsavory things but you know all in all what i was saying is that i didn't like him um well, I don't think we need to go back on on what I said, but I, I said basically in a nutshell, I didn't really like him. But after seeing Klaus and Marie Antoinette and some of his other work, I I have changed my mind, and I would like to say I am I'm so sorry, Jason Schwartz Schwartzman. Um, I, I shouldn't have judged you so harshly without getting to know your work. Um. I feel really bad about <laughs> <laughs> And um But you're great in Klaus. You're you're fantastic in Klaus and um I, I hope that you accept my apology. Um
1: So good in Klaus.
0: It's so it, he's so good, yes. Uh, Rashida Jones is also great as well. And yeah, it's just it, it's a, it adds to the uh, Santa lore and to the beginning of why, you know, he's delivering presents to people. It it fills in the gaps of a lot of the that kind of story, which I appreciated. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just a
1: really fun movie. So, it, it, yeah, it's a great balance of like the Christmas magic where like some things you can't explain, mm-hmm. but also shown in a practical way where you can see if this like based on this situation and how it happened, where that mythology would come from. Yeah. And it's got one, one thing that I think is essential to a lot of the best, like Christmas classics is a Christmas miracle. And it has Mm -hmm. that in spades, whether it's like a practical miracle or whether it's legitimate, like magic. Um, It also is a lovely, like heartfelt, like political ad- allegory too, that like is not yeah. preachy and won't go over kids' heads. They'll understand the gist of it. Um, yeah. But adults will get a lot out of it. Beautiful art oh, yeah. style. Yes,
0: fantastic. very beautiful. Just
1: like some of the best designs I've seen for a Christmas movie. I love that they kind of nailed the look of a 2D uh, Disney movie, but with the feeling of something more uh tactile and three-dimensional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't sing yeah. the praises of this enough.
0: Oh, yeah, it, it's such a good movie, and uh, I highly recommend checking it out. It's a Netflix original, so, you know, it's it's waiting for you. Just go on and watch it. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Watch Klaus. <laughs> watch Klaus. It's also, like, the most realistic <laughs> Santa movie I've ever seen. Yeah. In a weird way, which I think is, is kind of funny. Um, definitely a modern yeah, classic. No, definitely a modern classic, without a doubt. And number six number six is the movie i was number six and number five i was constantly like which one goes above but honestly i was surprised number five went above number six but that doesn't detract from how good number six is number six is home alone uh it's a great movie i i know some people are going to be like why is that so high on your list it's like hey man i love christmas movies but there are five ones that i just love a little bit more than this one and um but without you know without detracting from it like i said it's it's a great christmas movie macaulay Culkin gives an amazing performance as does joe pesci and daniel stern it's got the great messages it's got uh great comedic timing it's got a rotten rotten tomatoes score which needs to change
1: wow it does um
0: it's got like a 55 percent. it's like why
1: damn it's crazy like because that's based on like probably critic consensus around when it came out but like since then people our age are like that's a that's a staple of every christmas
0: exactly i mean the holiday was kind of the same thing too because i clearly i love the holiday jesus um but yeah that's like a 50 percent and people are like it's a modern christmas classic it's like why is it at 50 percent then should be higher but This is a great movie. Um, We're going to, this is going to come up a little bit later, so I won't say too much about it, but I, we all know this movie. We all love it. You know, we all knew it was going to be on the list. Here it is.
1: Mm -hmm. Love that, that roundup, Matt. A great 10 to 6. Thank you. My 5 to 2 go as follows. Number 5, It's a Wonderful Life. This is one that I actually just like watched last year. Uh, But already like cemented in my Christmas memories is like I got I was I as a 21 year old, I don't even know how old I was. I was 21 last year and got a lovely uh, Lego Harry Potter set for Christmas from my my girlfriend and building it, watching It's a Wonderful Life. It's a it's a memory I will hold on to forever. Um, But it's also I also have always loved a good life story kind of movie yeah um, uh, i don't know what it is about that but watching someone kind of rise and then fall completely throughout their entire lifespan and then you know find a reason to keep going i think that's awesome um there's parallels of this with hudsucker proxy uh but this is easily the better one um oh yeah i'd also maybe say some like goodfellas parallels too because that's another great life story um <laughs> <laughs> that might be a stretch there's a lovely yeah, christmas I- scene in goodfellas too
0: I also, I I think probably Goodfellas and Hudsucker Proxy are probably taking stuff from It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, 100%. Um, You could also say Click with Adam Sandler. True, yeah. You know, I think that's kind of taken some uh, liberties from uh, It's a Wonderful Life as well, so... Yeah. Yeah, this this one has continued to influence other uh, art for, and it will continue for all of eternity, so... Yeah,
1: and I can see... um... I can see why it's had that influence too. Cause even watching it from a, like, from a very much more modern lens and as an adult for the first time, I'm like, this is so strong and still works. Every bit of it still works. So I'm, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I saw it when I did. I don't know if I would have appreciated it as much as a kid, but it's, it's lovely. Oh, yeah.
0: It's fantastic. Also, Jimmy Stewart. Gotta love him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You ever see the SNL, like, parody of this where they do, like, the, the alternate ending or whatever. No, it's like Dana Carvey and John Lovitz. And, uh, John Lovitz is like the boss who's in the wheelchair. I always forget his name, but, um, mm. and Dana Carvey is, uh, Oh shit. What's the guy's name again? What's the main character's name? Uh, Jimmy Stewart, <laughs> Jimmy Stewart. As it? himself. <laughs> As himself. It's a wonderful life. His name was, uh, George Bailey. George That's Bailey. Was. Oh man. I like how I looked it up, but before I even looked at it, I was like, "Oh, it's George Bailey. That's what it was." Um, also, I think Pete Davidson is reading the script for something or something like that really? as George Bailey. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> but anyway, SNL they did this this hilarious like sketch where Dana Carvey in the alternate ending he like beats John Lovitz to death or something like that. Like it takes like a really dark turn, but it's hysterical. So highly recommend checking that. One we out.
1: We all want to beat up Mister Potter watching it's That's a wonderful same. life yeah.
0: <laughs> That's, Alrighty.
1: my number four a little unconventional but it's a it's always been a staple of my christmas uh binge ever since i was a kid kiss kiss bang bang wow a shane black classic absolutely um and it is even though like he has a ton of movies that take place during christmas i feel like this one has the most of the christmas vibe because it's so centered around Christmas parties in LA. And even though it's not like a snowy setting or anything, and there's no like Santa or anything, um, there's still this overwhelming um, Christmas flavor throughout. Um, oh. And clearly Shane Black loves that Christmas flavor in his movies, but this feels like the most, you know, and it's, it's even got the ideas and themes of, of reconnecting with people you haven't seen in years, you know, that sort of Christmas vibe. It might not be the family, but it is between like two characters who are, who grew up together And revisiting a relationship like that plus just a ton of humor val kilmer and robert downey jr at some of their best if not their best like it's it's just a a breakneck action comedy with christmas flavor um oh yeah yeah and it, it it's a it's a modern classic to me at least
0: oh no it's it's to me as well i remember seeing this on tv as a kid and like just turning it on like Maybe ten minutes into the movie, and I was just like, "Oh, I'm not, I'm not too late to this. I can, I can get into this still." And um, I remember, I didn't even know what the movie was, and I was like, "This is the coolest movie ever. Um, it is so cool." And just watching it and enjoying it, like that'll always be a memory I have from my childhood. So this one, in a way, has a Christmas theme for me too. Even, even though I watched this like not even around <laughs> Christmas time, it was probably like april or may but um you know probably as far away as you can get from christmas other than like june or july but um yeah no i i i I do really enjoy this movie and yeah i i respect it being number four
1: Mm -hmm. belongs in the top five my number three home alone we're gonna talk about this one again this is one that like i kind of i i even debated having it on this list but it's it's one that I just can't escape all my life. It's been, I've, I think I've watched it probably every year I've been alive around Christmas because it was always on TV. It was a staple of the, of the cassette collection as a kid. Now it's on Disney plus the past two years I've watched it on there. It's always, it's, it's one I can like recite backwards, but still somehow that moment in the church when uh, he's talking to the old neighbor and like you get, a sense of what's been lost because of troubled people on Christmas and, and how both of them have to take a chance and try and be good to their families. Like, I I love that. Yeah, and that that's aside from all of the, you know, all the Christmas hijinks, all the traps, all the booby traps and everything. Like, that stuff is fun on its own. But it, it actually has, like, a really lovely heart and a Christmas miracle. He wishes for his his family to come back on Christmas Day and they, they manage to against all odds. Like, it, it just has everything and it always even though I've seen it so many times and I kind of take it for granted. It is a classic.
0: Yeah. I'd even say like the second one is a uh, honorable mention. Um, one of the better comedy sequels, I would say, mm. you know, also like social services, please like come and give this family a talking <laughs> to, because I keep forgetting, forgetting quotation marks, their kid everywhere. So, but you know, what can you do? Uh, it's Christmas time. We're all a little forgetful. <laughs> yeah. Maybe don't forget your kid, but you know.
1: Oh, Lord. Yeah. No, it was a fantastic <laughs> movie despite the parental neglect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number yeah. two is is the the Christmas classic of our generation's childhood. I think that's oh, yes. safe to say. It's Elf. That is John Favreau's Christmas masterpiece, you know, and it just shows even before he was like you know one of disney's right hand directors um he had mm-hmm. that spirit and that that ability to to cross all age gaps with something that will have a ton of heart will be good for the kids will be even more funny probably for adults but like it has the oh, yeah. it has the magic of a kids movie as well and all of the all of the ideas and feels and looks and design of Uh, a kid's christmas movie but through maybe a more uh grown-up lens without losing that innocence too i think that the character of buddy is just so brilliantly put together and brilliantly played couldn't be played by anyone else oh no not at all um and so yeah i think he should have been nominated for like
0: at least the golden globe uh for like best actor in a comedy when this came out
1: i agree um
0: i don't know why he wasn't and it was i mean like it was a it was a packed year like there was um, Bill Murray won for Lost in Translation and I think uh, Jack Black was also nominated for School of Rock okay. but this should have been but also there are there are three other slots for, for him so yeah. like he, he really should have been nominated in my opinion because uh, he uh, he was phenomenal.
1: Yeah it, uh, it's one of those yeah. things where like this character could have so easily been annoying as like this big grown up child but it he isn't at all for the kids. He's like the most entertaining thing in the world. And for adults, it's like this, this uh, crazy kind of what if scenario to even see play out in the real world. So yeah, exactly. It's so great. I think he, he bridges that gap between the adults and kids in that, in that movie, like for the, for the viewers.
0: Oh yeah. I'm looking at the golden globes right now. So it was bill Murray lost in translation, Jack black school of rock. Johnny Depp, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Jack Nicholson. Something's Gotta Give, Billy Bob for Bad Santa. Take out fucking Something's Gotta Give. Jack Nicholson's got, like, three Oscars. He he, he can take not getting a nomination one year. Give it to Will Ferrell. What the fuck? Give it to him 17 years after the fact, please.
1: What a packed year that was. What a packed year. Oh,
0: absolutely. It's a difficult year, but I bet they just didn't want to give two Christmas movies the nomination, but, like come on but I agree with what you're saying it definitely could have been annoying and he wasn't so mm-hmm. yeah that's that just goes to show how talented will Farrell is not only as a comedian but as an actor yeah
1: yeah I will say my my Christmas memory with this one was when when I was a kid uh, on Christmas Eve with my cousins my uncle he loved to rile up the kids by screaming say like, <laughs> like, that Will Ferrell moment. Like, like Santa's coming! That's how he would rile us up. And so, oh, yeah, man. that it's just a staple in, in our family for that reason alone.
0: Honestly, me too, because my dad would, like, burp or something, and he'd be like, did you hear that? Like, all the time. <laughs> so this one is just, yeah, no, like you said, the Christmas classic of our generation, because this one just is so quotable, and everybody, like... Says stuff like this. So often people Mm. say, I'm singing, I'm in a store and I'm singing, (laughs) like, you know, so yeah, you're going to see this a little bit later, so I don't want to get too, too, too into it, but uh, eh. you're going to know, you're going to know, okay, anyway, let's not spoil it, Um, but that's a great uh, five to two. That's, you know, just perfect. I, I love your list. It's very you it's very very gray contract i love it thank
1: you yeah
0: number five for me is the santa claus uh with tim allen this one <laughs> this one i didn't understand what it meant by clause with an e
1: <laughs> that's just how you spelled santa claus
0: <laughs> that's how i spelled santa claus for years after and everyone's like oh you don't need the e why do you have an e in there i'm like oh i was just thinking of like the santa claus like with uh tim allen but um this is such a such a smart movie yeah and then like watching this years after you've like when you've kind of grown up you're like oh my god this movie is so smart and so fun and just talking about it makes me want to sit down and watch it again mm-hmm. uh i was able to i watched this movie so much as a kid i actually broke the vhs
1: um <laughs> we've all been and there I really funny
0: yeah i have a really funny memory i remember showing it to my dad and being like is this like is this is this done like, it, like, are you able to fix it? Like, I don't because I, I didn't think you were able to fi- fix VHSs, but I wanted to be able to watch it again, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of desperate, and I was like, "Are you able to fix this?" And he's like, "No, it's, it's, uh, well, actually, let me show you how to." F-.
1: He,
0: he was like, "It's, it's gone, but not forgotten. Don't worry." And he was like, "Let me show you how to fix it," and he took it and he threw it, in the <laughs> <laughs> and it was the funniest thing ever. I was like, honestly, I respect. <laughs> i mean honestly man when it's like this was probably like what like 2012 2013 that that happened at that point it's like you know get a fucking dvd (laughs) (laughs) which i did i was able to get one last year so i'll finally be able to see it again but uh yeah no great movie absolutely great movie
1: genuinely like uh another one that's a classic to our generation i think
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Tim Allen, do more Christmas movies. Do more good Christmas movies. I should yeah, say.
1: let's specify.
0: Let's specify. We're <laughs> doing a lot of the bad Christmas movies. All right, do Toy Story a Christmas special yeah. or something like that. Get That'll your act great.
1: together, Tim Allen. Come on, all we want you is on Christmas. <laughs> Christmas dads. Well, let's let's
0: be fair. That he he did get his act together. He he was dealing cocaine in the eighties, and then he did Home Improvement, and it was and like much better.
1: Clearly, something was working then.
0: So at least something is working. <laughs> uh, number four is "It's a Wonderful Life." How do you not put this in the top five? Yeah, uh, I'm I'm surprised it's not in the top three. Um, for me personally, because I would watch this every year. I haven't seen it in a little bit, but it's a great movie. Jimmy Stewart, probably his best performance. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it, how do you not want to tear up at the end of this movie? Exactly. Also? You know, Clarence is the most. He's the best. Mm -hmm. He's the best guardian angel ever. And then also, I love the ending line of uh, every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. That's what it is, right? I'm not messing that up. Every time a bell rings. Yeah. I love that that's been like... (laughs) i think i think in like an improv group we had this one guy who was like he was very monotone most of the time but like occasionally he would like smile and whatnot mm-hmm. I And mean, then a friend of mine looked at me and he was like hey man every time that every time that john smiles an angel gets <laughs> <laughs> so this line has a lot uh mm-hmm. has been you know incorporated in the different art uh, as the movie has as we we're talking about with goodfellas and uh the Hudsucker Proxy, Click. Um, many,
1: many examples, yeah.
0: Many, many phenomenal movies. Click especially uh, with Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> classic, yeah. <laughs> Number three is Die Hard. This is a Christmas movie. I don't care what anybody says. It is a Christmas movie. It is on Christmas Eve. It is badass. It is... Mm, I don't know where I would put this on my favorite action movies of all time. Definitely in the top five, easily. Yeah. Um. I th- maybe top three.
1: I think... Um for me yeah i would rank it very highly as an action movie because it's one of those i need to watch at other points of the year because it's so good oh yeah that, that's that might be the only reason why it didn't make quite make the cut for me but like it's just so yeah. good and the christmas flavor to it adds a lot about a, a, exactly really a man trying to get his family back together by killing terrorists and like <laughs> if that's not christmas i don't know what is
0: yeah, honestly, the love that Jake Peralta has for Die Hard on Brooklyn Nine Nine is basically me uh, with this movie. <laughs> it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. It's a great movie, and also the the only issue I have with Die Hard with a Vengeance, which I which I think is a great movie by the way, is that it doesn't take place on Christmas. Right, it makes me sad a little bit. But then again, we got Die Hard 2, Die Harder, and that didn't do great. So I'm fine with us not having Die Hard Christmas movies anymore. Let's just have the first one be on Christmas and then let's move on. So it's true. There you go. Um, number two is Love Actually feel like I'm going to get some flack for putting Love Actually above Die Hard, and It's a Wonderful Life, but I don't care. I grew up loving rom-coms, and this is like the ultimate rom-com. This is one of my favorite movies ever. There are so many great couples in this movie, and you got so many great British actors as well as some American actors. Billy Bob's in this movie. Billy Bob is a topic for discussion today, isn't he? That's um, true. Bad Santa, the Golden Globe nomination. He's in this movie as uh, the American president, but... <laughs> The, the star of the show in this one is, you know, Hugh Grant, Colin Firth, Andrew Lincoln, Kieran Knightley, Laura Linney, Emma Thompson, Alan Rickman. So many great people. Martin Freeman pops up mm-hmm. a little bit in this movie. So many great stories. And it just, I feel like every year I kind of come back to it and I'm like, uh, I'm really relating to this guy and I'm really relating to this guy now. And, you know, I'm like, oh, well. Maybe I just, you know, went through a breakup or maybe I'm in a new relationship and now I can, you know, empathize with this person or I can see myself in this person. So this movie will always uh, be relatable to many different people.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think this was one it also would have made my list if I had grown up with it like you did. I think I, I only saw it for the first time last year. Um, yeah, but the the feeling that it captured for me, the Christmas feeling is, you know, when you're like obviously not this year, but like in previous Christmas years when you're maybe driving between your family's houses for each gathering and you're, you're passing by all these other houses and you're like, everyone else is having some kind of like a Christmas experience right now, you know? And oh, it yeah. kind of gives that feeling of like peeks into everyone's lives during a time when like a lot of people are celebrating. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's a phenomenal movie. Liam Neeson also, that's a great mm-hmm. uh, story in this movie. Also, you can't have a rom com unless there's a part where there's somebody running through the airport trying to get to the person they
1: love. Exactly. Um, I mean, this opens on an airport, right? Like it's.
0: Yeah, and and then the final scene, they. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, they're they're already at the airport. Yeah, they're they're, they're ready to. They're fucking ready to go. This is a rom
1: com <laughs> that's ready to love, like.
0: Yeah, they're ready to love and they're ready to, they're ready to board. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get on the love train. Um, but yeah, no, a phenomenal movie. You know what I love about these Christmas movies is that because it's the Christmas season, every time we're we're just talking about these movies, I always just want to like sit down and watch them right after we talk about them. It's true. You know, I talk about the Santa Claus for two minutes, I want to watch it. I talk about It's a Wonderful Life for three minutes, I want to watch it. Love Actually, I want to watch it. I just. I love it. Love Actually is also just one that's kind of special, too, because I feel like every time I watch it, I tear up and I cry a little bit. Mm. And then I think I watched it when you were with my parents, and it was like me trying not to cry for two and a half hours and me just <laughs> at the end of it being like yeah it was a really great movie they're like are you okay and I'm like I'm, "I'm shut up I'm fine just you know me trying to mask the emotions that this movie very clearly makes me feel but um, That's amazing. fantastic movie I, I, I love it um, actually
1: <laughs>
0: that was let's not applaud I'm, that I'm that, was, that was awful
1: your list is such a mat list, I think, <laughs> because you've got you've got the childhood classics from our generation, speaks to your age. Yep. You've got an all time classic, which speaks to your your taste and knowledge, and then an mm-hmm. action movie because hey, oh yeah, that's part of who you are. But on the other side of the coin, you've also got uh, like a sprawling romance because you love those rom coms, and so it's like I do it, it, that yeah. top that. Five through two like just captures who you are in a, in a really great oh, way
0: thank you man let's hear your number one let's see who you really are yeah
1: what does this say is your number me?
0: one for christmases
1: <laughs> unfortunately yes no it's not <laughs> no never my number one is national lampoon's christmas vacation because i just grew up with this one my parents always had it on and it's one that i found funny for different reasons as a kid versus What I find funny now, you know, Um, yeah, it's it's infinitely quotable. Like uh, especially um, the cousin, what is it, Randy Quaid's character, cousin Eddie, cousin Eddie, (laughs) cousin Eddie. Like everything he says is like shitters full. Like (laughs) everything he does is so quotable. Also, I I think the just all the vacation movies were a staple in my house. Even like I've seen Vegas Vacation like twenty times, and I don't know why. (laughs) Um, but Christmas Vacation is, is for me, like, the peak of their quality. Um, oh, yeah. It always makes me feel wholesome, but also um, in a weird kind of, like, 70s snark. You know what I mean? Like, that, yeah. that style of humor you don't really see in any other era where, like, mm-hmm. Griswold is just too cool for anything, but also, like, the biggest dork in the world who really wants to have a nice Christmas with his family for the first time, like, hosting. So yeah, oh, yeah. I, I just, I love it. I can't get enough of it. It it brings back so many memories with family and yeah, we, we love Sparky.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think I need to actually like sit down and watch it. I think I've had it on in the background before, but I don't think I've ever actually like paid attention to it. Um, I think I should give this one a, ch- uh, a watch. I should check this one out. So I'll definitely do that at
1: some point. I highly, highly recommend it. Yeah, uh, One thing that this movie perfectly captures and it's hard to put my finger on why but it's that christmas uh that like holiday break kind of feeling it is it feels like christmas vacation where like it goes day to day through the season and what you're going through leading up to it whether you're a kid or you're an adult and like getting ready for the family to get together and it all kind of climaxes in the in in the christmas you know disaster um so yeah it Lovely movie, hilarious movie, a classic for for all time.
0: Yeah, man, I gotta check this one out. I uh, yeah, no, that's a great number one choice. I I love that. Thank Alrighty. you. Alrighty, no worries. Um,
1: Merry Christmas. <laughs>
0: Merry Christmas. <laughs> God, so you're there for a minute. For so Christmas,
1: I got you a list. <laughs>
0: How much would that suck? It's like I got you a list of um of chores to do around the house. It's like fuck you. <laughs> um, and um, my number one is Elf.
1: Hell yeah! I'm so glad oh, my number yeah. one was was literally Elf until the last minute <laughs> because I love that movie so much.
0: Oh yeah! I mean, how can you not? It's such a good movie. Will Ferrell is just like. It might be his best performance. It probably is my favorite performance he's ever done. Mm. I, I don't know if I'd say best performance because Stranger Than Fiction and Everything Must Go are fantastic as well. But Elf is so good. And like you said, like this could have very easily been annoying, mm-hmm. but it isn't. It's it's very, very enjoyable. Um, he's so likable on this movie, and I, I absolutely love it. Like, how do you not love Will Ferrell in this? It's true. You know? Uh, it, James Kahn, I think uh, on set he was like oh man Will what are you doing you're so, you're so over the top and then uh, after the movie he's like oh I get what you were doing okay good job yeah but um, <laughs> James Caan is great uh, Will Ferrell is phenomenal this is a movie like if anybody even brings it up I'm like I want to watch that right now yeah it's easily in my top 20 favorite movies of all time um, like I've sat down and made that list and it is in there school of rock is in that list as well so it's funny we mentioned that earlier it was a good year Um, for
1: comedies really
0: good year for movies in general i mean lost in translation return to the king i think it was like our first episode i made a whole like opening thing on 2003 and you were like we're focused on the room (laughs) and i was like i know but like it's a really good year for movies and i want to talk about all of them we actually we
1: actually should do an episode on 2003 we should, yeah.
0: And no other year. Just, just 2003. 2003. That's
1: our childhood, okay? That's yeah. for us.
0: Exactly. It was a phenomenal year. And Elf was maybe, might be my favorite movie that came out that year. Um, Wouldn't surprise me. But just what a, what a great movie. And it makes you feel really good. You can watch it a million times. It never gets old. Mm-hmm. It's great for the family. It's great for, you know um just watching by yourself just adults just for kids it makes you laugh it makes you cry it makes you feel warm and fuzzy um but it it makes you feel the way that you should feel on christmas which is wanting to be with your family and wanting to be around the people that you love Mm -hmm. so it's a great great christmas movie
1: absolutely what what a what a pair of lists
0: what a pair of lists but that's not all we're about to get into our second list right now, and this one's just a top five, so it won't be nearly as long. <laughs> oh, God. But uh, <laughs> but um, this is just our favorite uh, Christmas specials. So we'll get into the honorable mentions very quickly. Uh, we don't have a ton of these. We got Christmas Eve on Sesame Street. Very fun. If you don't like this, there's something wrong with you, you know, because, <laughs> um, I mean, who doesn't love Sesame Street? Like, come on, you know. Uh, all of the other reindeer, uh, this is a great one. Drew Barrymore, I believe does the voice for all of just a, a kind of a weird animation. It kind of hurts your eyes a little bit, but oh, well, um, also just a hilarious story of a dog thinking, hey, I can be a reindeer because yeah. I'm not like other dogs. And then somehow they let her fly the fucking sleigh, even though she very clearly cannot
1: fly. Yeah, no, for real. <laughs> I, I, and also like a Matt Greening project, which um, his his other kind of Christmas cartoons will come up in our list, too. Like uh, the, the creator of The Simpsons and Futurama, like his he he just has a way of like that of making a really funny out of the box Christmas story.
0: Yeah, he does. And also Dan Castellaneta is in this as well. Mm -hmm. I think that's how you say his name. Uh, We also got Mary Madagascar and Shrek the Halls. I mean, like just those like 20 minute kind of things. If you liked Madagascar, if you liked Shrek, these are ones to check out. Um, We've got... uh, A Colbert Christmas, which is Stephen Colbert's Christmas special. I think I watched that one year, and it was just such a fun time to watch. And finally, a very Murray Christmas, the Sofia Coppola joint starring Bill Murray, George Clooney, uh, Miley Cyrus, Jason Schwartzman, uh, the king that he is, (laughs) Um, Rashida Jones, uh, Chris Rock makes an appearance, Amy Poehler, Michael Sarah phenomenal a very Murray
1: christmas is like it's like uh hanging out with bill murray at christmas like i I, it's it's a slow burn of a conversation kind of movie but like grab yourself a stiff drink sit down and hang out with bill murray and friends exactly
0: (laughs) it's a great time it's a great movie check it out Mm -hmm. greg your top
1: five my top five are as follows for christmas specials i also am biased for television because i like making like a tv episode playlist for christmas um my number five is rick and morty season one episode three anatomy park so this is the one where um rick makes a a theme park inside a homeless human's body um but it's on christmas and the b plot is about um jerry's parents coming for christmas and mom have being in a new relationship with a very young man and oh i've seen this one yeah Yeah. but it's like uh it's like a polyamorous relationship i guess because dad's still in the picture (laughs) it's just like christmas awkwardness and and kind of pathetic dad energy that is just hilarious and never gets old i can't wait to rewatch this one this season honestly
0: yeah i should check that one out i remember seeing this uh a while i never really got into rick and morty uh not that i don't like it i just you know i never really had time to sit down and watch it but uh i do like it so i should check this one out it's a fun one
1: for sure yeah
0: yeah you like dan Harmon. we all know how you feel about dan Harmon. so super
1: fan over here so (laughs) and
0: i agree he is phenomenal deserves a place on here
1: um oh yeah number four i got futurama season two episode 4 Xmas story with um the the evil San, robot Santa played by John Goodman in this episode I think I think yeah I don't think he returned for the later seasons um, Futurama like Christmas episodes but this one has John Goodman so I decided to prioritize this one um, robot killer Santa he was programmed to be too nice and it went and it all went wrong and I, I love that idea I think John Goodman as Santa is also just like fantastic because he has such a commanding voice. Um, it works even in animation yeah um yeah a classic from my childhood i grew up with futurama so it belongs there my number three buffy the vampire slayer season three episode 10 amends this is i think their only christmas episode um but it's still great because it has that sort of um a christmas carol vibe to it where we're we're seeing uh, a certain character, Angel. We're seeing his past and like the mistakes he's made. Um, and there is a Christmas miracle at the end because he kind of he he he's playing. He's a vampire, so he's planning to end his life when the sun comes up. But um, wow. the clouds cover the sun in the morning, and it starts to snow, and so he he gets another chance at life. And it's just like like so beautiful and like great at what Buffy does, which is that mixture of like pop culture yes we're doing we're kind of doing a christmas carol but it's 90s so there's leather and mopiness um and on top of that we're still gonna have like a very genuinely heartfelt christmas miracle and i love that wow like
0: these sound great i gotta check out these episodes
1: thank you yeah no i i yeah we'll, we'll get to your list and like i think you've got the uh the, the very well accepted classics
0: yeah but these are ones that i've like never really like heard of uh and i need to check out for sure so i'm loving this i'm gonna come back to our dock and just look at these on christmas eve and just be like okay yeah they might
1: not all hold up because a lot of these i have a lot of childhood bias for um just like my number two entry which is the simpsons season two episode 11 marge be not proud this might even be my favorite episode of the simpsons uh in general yeah, there's a lot of episodes. So the but like I think this is the one I've watched the most and go back to more the most frequently. It's the one where uh Bart wants a new video game uh and he steals it uh right around Christmas time and it kind of like it shakes his relationship with Marge and like Marge suddenly just like it, it's like that that parental disappointment that's worse than the anger. You know, he's used to her being angry and he feels so guilty. And there's a great little uh, twist at the end where Marge thinks that he stole another video game because he's hiding something in his coat and she makes him show it to her. And it's like a family portrait because he he wants to be part of the family again. And like he wasn't allowed in the store to get put in the portrait. Um, It's like so fucking heartbreaking. Like it's it's one of those early Simpsons episodes where they are not afraid to like rip out your heart and show it to you. Um, Oh, wow. And yeah, and Marge gets part of video game for Christmas, but of course it's not the one he wanted. It's like a golf game, but he has to pretend to be excited, which is like such a a universal thing where like parents just don't understand what you asked for. <laughs> and Yeah, it just, it, it warms my heart.
0: Oh, that sounds lovely. That sounds so
1: nice. I, I definitely recommend it. If you've got Disney Plus, it's on there.
0: Damn. They don't have Disney Plus.
1: Oh, well.
0: Illegal streaming? No, I'm kidding.
1: (laughs) Find it your own ways. (laughs) And my number one is Community Season 3, Episode 10, Regional Holiday Music. I know that the Rankin and Bass styled one is largely considered the, the community Christmas special. I personally have never been that into that art style. And I think this episode for me hits every beat that works for me about community and christmas where they're all kind of grinches they don't want to be part of the the glee club for christmas and they're all slowly almost like a horror movie like sung (laughs) but they're sung into submission and there's like lovely uh christmas songs and parodies of christmas song tropes like any song of like 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 women acting like babies for some reason in Christmas songs. Like that whole parody is hilarious. Or or uh Baby Boomer Santa. Like I love that song so much. Like <laughs> Thank you for everything, Baby Boomer Santa. <laughs> oh, just like the oh, ego of that generation and and all of that i just i love it so much i've already watched it like three times uh since yeah i watched
0: that one earlier too and i love the the abed and troy rap about um jehovah's witness that's a really good one
1: i am jehovah's most secret witness and i might just have to dedicate my life to christmas (laughs) so yeah just so much so much love about it
0: oh yeah it's such a good one. These are all great choices. I've been watching a lot of the Simpsons Christmas episodes like Mr. Plow and mm-hmm. uh, Simpsons Roasting on an Open Fire. I have like a DVD with some of them, but it doesn't have Marge Not, Be Not Proud in it. So that's a little a little shameful, but I'll find it. Um, and that community episode is great. I think Taryn Killam is also great at a cameo <laughs> yeah. and a supporting role as the uh, the Glee Club instructor. So that's a great one. My list, I pretty much went all classics. Uh, Number five, I got Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Um, You know, I don't know if you remember, Santa's kind of a dick in this movie, to be completely honest. Yeah. (laughs) He's a real asshole to everybody. He's like, ah, Rudolph, that nose of yours. Um, Yeah, it's just a fun movie. It's got great messages about, you know, an island of misfit toys, and it's got a great song with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It's phenomenal. It's a great, great movie. It's very fun. Yes, the animation kind of hurts your eyes, <laughs> but it still, it still looks great. Also, this was a heavy um, heavy influence for the movie Elf. If you look at the costumes oh, and yeah. uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, they're basically identical to Elf, uh, which I love. Uh number 4 Frosty the Snowman. I've always enjoyed this one the most. This was, for a little while this was my number 1, but then I was like no, there are three that I appreciate a lot more, but Frosty the Snowman is just classic. It's just so fun. Um it doesn't hold up the absolute greatest. It feels kind of very old now, but mm-hmm. it's just a very fun story about a, a a girl and her friendship with a fucking snowman. Uh, hilarious. It's a little heartwarming, a little heartbreaking at the end, but he'll be back on Christmas Day. So <laughs> also, why do the kids have uh, have school on Christmas Eve in this movie? I don't know. Just like you ever noticed that (laughs) like come on like let them go on the 22nd at the latest like why like
1: (laughs) come on
0: guys like
1: they just worked those kids to the bone back then
0: (laughs) i know it was ridiculous it's like okay you guys are not going shopping on boxing day you're gonna be back here in school (laughs) like come on number three how the grinch stole christmas this is a phenomenal one just how do you not love this one the great one of the greatest christmas songs ever true um This is the best. I I definitely, I like this a lot more than the Ron Howard one. Um, But, you know, I still love the Ron Howard one. I like it a hell of a lot more than the Benedict Cumberbatch Illumination one. But Mm. that's another story. But How the Grinch Stole Christmas, classic movie. You gotta love it. It's it's great. It just feels you know? and
1: looks like Christmas should.
0: You know. It absolutely does. I also don't know the words that the who uh, to the Whoville song that they're Yeah, singing. I can hear it in my uh, head though. Yeah. Uh, who, uh, who th- what are they saying? I don't know. He's uh, like I need a lyric breakdown. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, who's boring? That's what I hear. Yeah, who's boring? We need one of those um, like
1: genius videos on YouTube, but of Dr. Seuss breaking down the lyrics to. <laughs> exactly
0: (laughs) number two is the year without a santa claus this one honestly is kind of underrated Um, i've never seen it but you should check it out it's the one that has the um he's mr snow miser he's Mister. you know yeah
1: i've heard the song
0: yeah or he's mr heat miser they have both of those in it and they're both great they're both some of the best christmas songs that there are uh out there so Hmm. I highly recommend checking that one out um very fun very underrated It's why i wanted to put it at number two but it's also just great i think it looks a little bit better than some of the other ones that are kind of like claymated like this one's a little it's not quite as claymated i don't think but it, it just looks a little bit better um and i just i just like it it's just you know you can't have a year without a santa claus so this is about you know saving christmas you know got to
1: save christmas
0: gotta save christmas and number 1, how do you not go with a Charlie Brown Christmas? I mean, it's the best. It's the most heartwarming. It's Charlie Brown. It's uh you got Linus in his blanket, Snoopy making, you know, a, an amazing Christmas tree out of nothing. That's who that's who does it, right? I and think so, yeah. I think so. Oh, I think it's actually all of the kids who who do it. But yeah, um with Snoopy's there too. Uh it's a great movie and it's just like come on charlie brown don't be such a sad sack like yeah. come on let's have a good christmas and let's have a good time let's sing hark the herald angel sing like it's it's great also love the dancing in this movie yeah it's hilarious.
1: <laughs> totally just yeah. that little that little peanut shuffle, <laughs> <laughs> shuffle. <laughs> i think i think this this one especially captures like the kind of strange sorrow of christmas yeah you know i think it, it exactly. used to bore me as a kid for that reason but watching it now i'm more like yeah this is like a christmas vibe
0: (laughs) oh yeah absolutely i think that's why shane black writes so many of his movies around set around christmas time it's because he said like oh like when you at christmas time all your feelings are like um amplified so if you're feeling happy you feel much much happier because you're with your family Mm -hmm. and whatnot but if you're alone you feel much, much worse because you're everybody else is with their families, but you're not. So
1: right, it's a high emotions time. High emotions
0: time. So yeah, I I always feel for Charlie Brown, but it has a really great ending, and there's a lot of comedy in here. There's a little bit of drama. It's a great movie. So yeah, this is the only time I've seen like a half an hour Christmas special at Walmart. And it costs like eight dollars on DVD, and I've been like, "Yeah, that's that's appropriate." Because <laughs> most times I'd be like, "Fuck no, there is no way in hell I am buying that." But this time I was like, eh, "All right, I'll do it's it. That's worth it. That's worth it."
1: Eh. Just classics all around here. Oh yeah, they're all classics.
0: Well, I, I love your list. I love your I love your specials and I love your films. I think they're they're all
1: great. Yeah, agree. And I'm going to be watching the ones that I haven't seen. Totally. Me, too. I, I can't wait. It's been nothing but Christmas for the past few weeks here. Christmas and Riverdale for some reason. But yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you got to love Riverdale. You
1: know what? It's fun. It's dumb fun. But yeah, for now, we're going to switch. We're going to keep the Christmas gear going till the end of the year. And oh, yeah. watch all of these movies, and uh, let us know too if there's any that you especially like feel are missing from this list. I, there's there's definitely a bunch uh, that oh, we didn't yeah. touch on, but that's that's all right. We got we got more years of Christmas coming. We got more Christmas yeah. time, more Christmas cheer. So happy Before holidays! Before you wrap up, would
0: you put um? Would you put uh? Christmas Chronicles? Oh,
1: on? that's one. Yeah, Christmas Chronicles belongs at least on honorable mention. That might be another modern classic. I can't wait to watch the yeah. sequel.
0: Oh yeah, I haven't seen the first one yet, but I'm excited. I love Kurt Russell. So that
1: was a ton of fun. Yeah, it, like just just Kurt Russell as badass Santa is is amazing. And there's a musical <laughs> number in a, in a jail cell. So like, come on with a saxophone.
0: Oh. Oh, that sounds great. Oh, shit. I'll also say Ernest, scares, Ernest Saves
1: Christmas. Yeah. Jesus. I've forgotten so many of them. <laughs> I know. Meet me in St. Louis as well. Another, like, just classic. Oh, my God. The Family Man, Nicholas. Oh,
0: good <laughs> Lord. Some of these I haven't seen. Now I'm just pumping it. Last holiday, Queen Latifah. Look, okay, look. If we didn't mention any, just message me on Instagram, and I'll post it on the Instagram story. Yes. Deal.
1: Consider this as a... Uh... These are the main Christmas gifts, but there's so many more to unwrap.
0: Exactly. A lot of stuff in your (laughs) stocking, you know, that isn't a lump of coal.
1: Absolutely. Happy holidays, everyone. If you want to find more of our stuff, you can find everything and links to all our social medias and where you can listen on hulkonmedia.com or on Spotify, iTunes. Give us a rating. Give us some some, some, some feedback, any kind you got. Find us on Instagram at the Greg and Matt Movie Chat to get involved in the movie chat. Let us know your thoughts, your feelings. Did we miss your favorite holiday movie? What what kinds of holiday movies should we consider? Did we badmouth one that you absolutely love? Let us know. And in-
0: are you mad at us? Do you need <laughs> us to apologize? Like I apologized to Jason Schwartzman. Do you think he's going to forgive me?
1: Redemption Can is possible. Can we still be friends?
0: <laughs> also tune in early in january for our top 10 favorite movies of 2020 hell
1: yeah we got i got a lot of catching up to do so
0: <laughs> don't worry man there there's there's a surprisingly been a lot of great movies that have come out this year despite the lack of uh, theaters opened and uh yeah. A lot of canceled releases. It's it's nice because it's giving us a way to see the movies that probably otherwise would have been forgotten. That's so, true.
1: Yeah. Until next yeah. time, folks, happy holidays. Stay warm. Whatever you celebrate, stay warm. Have a warm drink. Yeah. Till next time.